welcome to Badly Written Boy, a reciting of my teenage years and my 20s, now as a 40-something. How do I remember all these things? I wrote it all down in a diary. Badly. Enduring with me on this retrospective, cringeworthy experience is my wife, who has never read my diaries. Welcome to another episode of Badly Written Boy... Where are we? 2004. And we're into August. No special guests this week? No, none. We just... Uh, we ran out of friends. We did. I've only got two friends. And one <laughs> she of them's, mine. <laughs> one of them's yours. Yeah. I'm claiming Jared as well. Oh, okay. So I guess I'm just here for the ride <laughs> with a couple of diaries. <laughs> Sunday, 1st of August. Man, I'm fed up. What a good That's start. That's a great way to start. It's a good start month, of the yeah. month. I'm fed up with the way I look. <laughs> My diet sucks. Mum needs to stop buying unhealthy food. Oh, it's your mum's fault. It's yeah. just, it must be. It must know. be. And I have to stop eating it. I'm fed up with lazing about. My lack of motivation is chronic. I'm looking forward to seeing if your realisation of your slovenliness will actually change the way that you are. And you're going to have a really active month. Yeah. When, when do I actually pick up that motivation? Well, I expect straight away. I mean, the first of a month is a really good... And it's a Sunday. Monday is a good day to start these things. Let's see if the second brings more hope. I hope so. Second of August. It just occurred to me that next weekend is the Hampshire Beach Party. Oh, I've been looking forward to this. I will be going to Scotland on Saturday, but it was never really an either-or decision between that and the beach party. The idea behind it is great, but even if I really thought I could push things through to go, what are my motives to go? Not for the price of getting there. It's not really worth it. Whilst the rest of the country basks in the dregs of the English summer, the northeast twiddles its thumbs under an overcast sky. Autumn beckons, and for all too long, I've just had to grin and bear the nine months hibernation of the sun. For once, it will be nice to forget about raincoats, umbrellas, and freezing cold weather. I was going to—I was going through my own little hibernation until I woke up at thirty minutes, but midday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the answer is no. Then you are not going to be motivated what and a, less slovenly. What a wanky way to say half eleven. I didn't have to get up, but I couldn't bear another fruitless day. <laughs> You can't burn on the fruitless day. Half the day's gone. Half the day's gone. By the time you've had breakfast <laughs> but and you've got dressed. Optimism. I mean, there's been optimism throughout this diary, but it hasn't resulted in anything. I decided I would sort my uni paperwork for the next year. I also made a copy of useful numbers and addresses for the Australian friends that mum has contacts for. It will all pan out more easily if there's some people I already have connections with. Many have already said I'd be welcome and they, are, and they are looking forwards forwards. To, forwards. They are looking forwards to my presence. I mean... Which is exciting. I don't think that's true. It's, just, it's another weird way of putting it, isn't it? I'm sure they're looking forward to my presence, not me looking forward to seeing them. Well, no, why would you? You that's, don't even know them. I, I, well, I know some of them, but it's just like a bit of a dickish way to put it, isn't it? I mean, most of this is quite dickish. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. You know, I'm really not that happy with the way I look at the moment. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, really. As long as I stay at home, I'll just get fatter. But I had originally hoped that I would be thinner for going out to Australia. As things have turned out, any blubber-burning regime will have to take place once I'm over there. I just plan to get back into swimming again and eat less. No secret diet bullshit. And how did these thoughts crop up? 
Well, every time I look down my body, I see more folds than a game of poker. <laughs> That's quite a good metaphor, actually. A I decent like one. Yeah. Makes sense. It's actually reminiscent of the Reebok advert a while back. The backing song was Belly's Gonna Get Ya. Oh, do you remember that? Belly's Gonna Get Ya. And I feel like it already has in my case. With my pouch, couch potato lifestyle, it was inevitable. One of the main things I watched on TV today was the Asia Cup semi-final, China v Iran. It was probably one of the worst games I've seen. If I was Iranian or Chinese, I'd get a game. <laughs> August the 5th. I tried to keep occupied today, but I'm getting fed up with the same old things. Some computer games, some same TV shows, sports headlines, you name it. Mum had left a small list of things to do and I duly replied to a few of them, but they didn't take long. So I didn't, I do all of them. I really wanted to play football. Ask your future self that as well. <laughs> I really wanted to play football and try it. I keep spelling tried, T-R-Y-E-D. Oh. oh, no, listen to this. I also destroyed an old diary of mine. It was something I wrote at uni in an interesting looking notebook. Despite the leafy cover, the contents were depressing, lonely, <gasps> angry, and really a bit self-destructive. Oh, no. That would have been great to read. I don't regret it. I don't need to read it again and again to Um, know how I felt. It was, it had little humor uh, to it, making it even worse. So when I was at like really low points, I would uh, put entries in there. So it it was depressing. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't be good to read. No. And I think that that was probably good for me to just destroy it. I think that's quite a, um, that's quite a grown up stance to take at that age. Yeah. To just say it served its purpose and it was an outlet for you when you needed it, but you've got past that now. So yeah, like, what do you mean you're in a dark place? Just if I I was you know didn't have wasn't having a good time or just felt low, I would just like right in there. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like it was a consistent depressive uh, year. Um, I'd say that it was a couple couple of hard years. Yeah. Um, and that was just you know bile that book. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't have been. Well, it would be interesting from one standpoint to read, um, but from another, probably not that interesting to hear. No. I mean, I'm sure some of it would be, like, laughable in that it would be whiny teenage first, like, world problems, but some of it would probably be quite dark and upsetting to read as well. Oh, yeah. Today was repulsively humid, yet I still found it in myself to track up to Blockbuster to return some DVDs. You are such a winner. What a hero. I progressively found that Cramlington has been overrun by huge swarms of insects and ants. They flooded about. <laughs> insects and ants. <laughs> <laughs> they flooded about, stuck in midair ruts, clashing into one another. Winged ants landed on my top, scurrying around uninvited. Corn flies slithered around my arms and legs, and common flies insisted on becoming part of my face. So I'm wondering about the flies here, and I'm going to Australia. Scotland. Would you like to read the book? I can't read it in Scottish, but I can try. I didn't drink copious amounts last night. That was pretty good. But what I did have... (laughs) Oh, you bottled it. Because I'm not very good at accents. What I did have and the lack of sleep messed me up early on. We were up at seven for the trip up to Scotland. My goodness. You will have been dying. That's like five hours before I normally get up. At least you can sleep like in the car. Mum drove mostly. I was enjoying the sights and my own music. When I did get to drive, my one and a half hours at the wheel led me through Aberdeen, which was exciting, as were the winding country roads. Today we went to the Keith Show. It's a mixture of agriculture and a fairground atmosphere. 
fair spelt wrong. And when you said the key show, I thought it was going to be like the Jerry Springer show and I was quite excited for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming Keith is a place. Keith is a place. And it's like an outdoor boring... It was pretty good from memory. The farm animals were funny to watch. The sounds, the smells, the prizes, but more so the number of categories for which prizes were awarded. They had this large enclosed paddock where the displays were held. It wasn't the stunt bikes or fancy cars that wowed me the most, but the bagpipers band. They marched on several occasions, the first of which began as I was taking a leak in the shed. They marched by, which glorified it strangely. <laughs> we found this old cottage and a dead deer. Yeah, so I thought it... I remembered it as being a dead sheep. Um, but it was... This was this was in a bit of the same vein as like the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. where everything was deserted. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, a bit grimly dark in the evening. I'm enjoying that you're stroking your beard like while you're telling this story about <laughs> the Blair Witch Project. And we approached the village <laughs> where there was a house, but no one did it. We went into the house. We went up the stairs and what did we see? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> now there was a, um, a, de- a dead deer outside and it was... Like almost just like flesh and bones. It was gross. It was all bloodied. Flesh and bones. That's the start of a horror film, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Must be something in the water or something I ate. I was dying for a pee and we were in heather country and there was barely a tree to conceal. The, <laughs> the other was that's, it? that's like so mean, isn't it? Like I must pee behind a tree. I couldn't possibly pee in front of anybody this else. This was before you had, I mean, you don't want to just get your wang out in front of everyone though. Yeah, but you face the other way. Still, but this was before you had your scar revision surgery. So you used to struggle and as soon as you needed to pee, you would need to pee. The other was at the Baxter store where I needed to lay a cable. It took longer than anticipated and I came out to find everyone waiting for me. (laughs) That still happens. (laughs) You do have a very canny ability to need to poo approximately two seconds before we leave the house. So everybody else is ready. You, we've been all been getting ready for half an hour, 45 minutes. You've had plenty of time to go and poop. Have you ever needed a nervous poo? Why are you nervous leaving the house? I don't know, because you might get stabbed. <laughs> you might get shanked. You will not get shanked. <laughs> Every time, though, you just need to go earlier. How do I know when everyone's going to leave? Because we're like aiming for a time normally. Or we're at least getting ready. Like, okay, everyone's getting dressed. I'll go and do a poop now. So I'm ready to leave when everyone's ready to leave. Well, maybe everyone no. should just wait for me. Well, we do wait for you every time. <laughs> do you remember when um, Jared and Amy were leaving their house of at, course, at Golden remember. Grove? Yeah. And I was We'd the very, very last one. We'd all been there for three hours, packing up the house, loading stock. We were putting the last boxes on the trailers and everybody was outside. There must have been five or six different families all outside. And then we were like, where is Mark? And because we were going to go in convoy down to the new place, we didn't know where it was. We all sat outside for 15 minutes while you did a poop. We need to come up with a term for the final poop in a house. So, you know, when you're like christening yes. the toilet in a new place, what yes. would you call the last ever poo? Poop Mageddon. No, you're not destroying the toilet. Depoocha. I like that. Depoocha. But that doesn't sound like the final poop. That's just like every well, time. No, it's departure and pooping. Yeah, I know, but it's not. That doesn't signify that it's the final poop in the house. It's Fine. just like the, the final, poop. the final depoopture. We could do the final depoopture, but I feel like every time you are getting ready to leave the house, 
I'll be like, we're depoochering and you need to leave. Depoochering? Depoochering? Depoochering. Depoochering. Like departing. Depoochering. 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 Yeah, that's departure, but I'm saying departing, so it's depoopting. Depop, depop, <laughs> depopturing. We need to stop this. We're inventing we new things. We're inventing new things. Stop, I'm reading. I received word from Matt Wilson, a.k.a. We Matt. He was more known as uh, Monkey. It says We Matt or Monkey. They can come up this Saturday, which could work out well, so long as I can get enough people out. Richard and Phil should come out to... The Beach book is getting really good. It's so different from the film, which is good, or there'd be no point in reading the book, really. Am I still reading The Beach? You're still reading The Beach. Didn't I start reading The Beach in bar one? You did. When the cricket was on. Yeah. And you had one pint over six hours. I really want to finish The Beach so I can give the book back to Matt when he comes up. I want to get the book Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for the plane trip. I knew today was going to be boring. How couldn't it be? The drive home always wipes you out. Mum woke me and I was still tired, but I had to get up for Michelle's sake. She was required to be at work by six o'clock in Newcastle, so we need to leave earlier than we would have liked. I couldn't be bothered doing more drives all day around Scotland. I just wanted to relax. I was in front, not driving, but mainly listening to my own music. I'm thoroughly fed up of radio music. I'm looking at you, Avril Lavigne slash Anastasia. <laughs> oh, tunes. You whiny dogs. <laughs> Is that what you call them? <laughs> I've spelled whiny, W-I-N-E-Y. Of course you are. The rainy weather made it more difficult on the roads and the bad drivers caused mum to get angrier several times. <laughs> That's not true. What a shocker. Towards the end of the journey, I was sparked into action when mum braked suddenly, causing the car to jerk. She was scaring the driver behind who was driving too close <laughs> to our boot, but it scared the crap out of me. Mum has road rage. She she needs a ticket to sort herself out. She reckons she's the best driver, but she's dangerous sometimes. (laughs) Just as I had planned, I went for a haircut today. The haircut itself was fine, but why did the bitch touch the sideburns? (laughs) (laughs) If your sideburns are anything like they are now, they were probably patchy as fuck and probably needed trimming down. Don't touch the sideburns, bitch. (laughs) She asked and I told her not to. Ten minutes later, she digs into the sideburns on the left. What really made me angry was she didn't touch the right, Minnie. It looked so stupid. I cut the other off when I got home, reluctantly. I had hoped sideburns would make me look that bit more mature in Oz. Talking of which, my leaving due is on Saturday. Matt's going to stay at mine. Introducing my different mates to one another in any case is great. Though on this occasion, because I'm leaving, it should be a real big night out. It reminds me of when... Gangsters get pinched. They got to do some time, but they get a big send off, and all the important members of the gang are there, and from other gangs too. Except in this case, referring to yourself as a gangster. Except in this case, the gangs are social circles, and I'm doing my time in Australia. (laughs) Paul sent me a text back. He'll be downtown on Saturday night with two of his mates. Man, Saturday is gonna kick ass. I should probably do some serious packing tomorrow, even though there's still plenty of time left. You are going to pack the day before you go. (laughs) Mum's driving me to the airport, which means we'll be there on time. Wrong there. Shock. There's a lot of wrong there's. That is one thing that you have not got. (laughs) You've not even got it accidentally right the whole way through. 
just a little car bashed. If now is anything to go by, she'll have me a nervous wreck by the time we're there with the wrong... You've not even got we're right, you wrote where. Where there. By the time we're there. I reckon I'll keep in contact with Granny via snail mail. It worked out fine when I was at uni. Can't be sure it isn't the last time I'll see either of them again. Well, that wasn't correct. But we spent lots of time with them in the past, which I appreciate. They were so young then. So this is like 20 years ago. Oh, you don't stop thinking it in that way. Uh, and it's ridiculous how like, because I wouldn't have had any grasp of how long. Yeah, they but they must have been, been in the 70s, aren't they? They were young. Yeah. Yeah, my old man's just turned 70. Yeah. They stayed for a drink and nibbled and then left to check out some new Morrisons, which had recently replaced Safeway. Just Ooh, check it thrilling. out. Just walk around it, checking it out. <laughs> Do you want to stay for a drink? No, no, we've got very exciting plans today. We're going to check out the new Morrisons. Last night on the tune, I started packing for us today. Woohoo! But that was cut short when Matt arrived. <laughs> so you put one t shirt in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Back home, we started drinking and watching the pre match build up for the Tyne Tease Derby. We went down to the scene for the game itself, where we met up with Humble and Jamie. The game was good, but we should have won. I liked the fact that Mac could experience a tune game in the northeast in a pub. It was 2-2. We continued drinking and Jamie brought, brought his car into town. Hooray, no public transport for me. We met all the people I'd planned to. It was good seeing Rich and Phil again. Paul and his mates were there. Loads of free drinks for me. Was at this club called The Attic and it was wicked. I felt shit today. <laughs> Not surprised. It was a really long day. I entertained Matt for some of the day until he went back to Chester. We watched Everton against Arsenal and the Toffees lost 4-1. This didn't impress Matt, I'm sure. He was also unimpressed when I seven-balled him in pool. (laughs) (laughs) This day it says I'm stressed to the max. When I packed this Arvo, I was totally pissed when I couldn't find my my CD adapter and my new lip seal, which I still haven't (laughs) found. Lip seal. (laughs) Gotta have nice lips. Uh, I was a uh, real shit. I couldn't control myself and I fucked up my room. If I was going to find anything, I won't now. I don't give a shit anymore. The whole thing is sometimes so depressing. I almost can't be bothered to go if it weren't for the fact that I couldn't be bothered to stay. So off to Manchester early tomorrow to catch my plane. He keeps happening. We had to get up stupidly early and I hadn't slept much because I went to bed late. Michelle also came down and we all minced about in the airport before I went through to the gate. I finally managed to get Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas on book from Waterstones while I walked through Juicy Free. Mum and Michelle cried. I knew they would. The flight from Manchester to KL was horribly long and the seat was very narrow. Despite all the available reading, entertainment and regular munching, I was still bored. My eyes are bloodshot red. Spelt read. Like I've been puffing the herb. The portable TV panel on my seat has been pretty cool when it's worked. I've just played on Tetris nonstop. The films have been good too. I saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and 13 Going on 30, which were both absorbing and funny. I've forgotten just how single serving the aeroplane meals were. <laughs> you mean the normal serving size. <laughs> At least there was something edible in each meal. And the air hostesses are all Malaysian hotties. <laughs> you always raise an eyebrow after that whole Marion scandal though. What's what that? Was that? That's not that. There's something about Miriam. Do you remember that? It could have been. I reckon that's what it is. So, yeah, because you've written Marion. Something about Miriam was a dating show where there was this gorgeous girl 
and there were like five or six guys and they were trying to be like trying to date her. Yep. And you know, when the very, very last scene where she told them that she was transsexual and there was this whole thing because like she'd given them blowjobs and like they'd kissed her and they were trying to remember they were trying to sue the network for it. But yes. they'd obviously signed a contract which said, you know, they were keen for anything. Uh-huh. This again, that she was probably well no, she probably wasn't, but it was I mean, if this was in two thousand and four, that was way before like trans people were as out as they are now and it you know and it's as normal as it is now well that sounds vaguely you know vaguely transphobic and then if you think about the other you know films and that that were out at that sort of time do you not remember um there's a a bit of that transphobia at the end of uh ace ventura because it turns out yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure and i think that so that was very normal back then and i think you you know you you kind of react in a way that society tells you to react yeah and there was no you know, there was no like big thing about trans rights. There was no real thing about feminism back then. Like, you know, everyone told you that trans was something, you know, that was weird and abnormal and we shouldn't accept it. Whereas now it's very, very different. So I think that is just a, it's just a side of the times. A, a and, cultural yeah, response. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, see, look, we talk about funny things. We talk about serious things. We talk about the rights of the people that we live and love. Yeah. It's just such such a good podcast. It's been so hard to sleep. From Manchester Care, I was on the aisle seat. There was nothing to prop myself against. It's good to see Kuala Lumpur's airport. At least now it'll be a little familiar for when I come back next year. Hopefully I'll be less tired on that occasion too and with more drink too. I had not a drop on me or rigot to buy some. Rigot must be Malaysian currency. Yep. Uh, I found a water fountain which was a bit of a saviour. There was an eternity between flights. Two hours can take a long time. <laughs> That's not an eternity. That's such a good connection. <laughs> it was so spacked out. It made terrific conditions in which to read fear and loathing. The plane from here to Brisbane is less crowded. I have a few seats to myself. I panicked. It's meant to be panicked. As I looked out the window, I saw what appeared to be a light coming right towards us. Oh shit, I thought, but it did not approach any further. It no longer appeared to be a plane, but a UFO. Then it clicked. Planes have lights at the end of their wings. I was mighty relieved. (laughs) (laughs) I was probably off my face. It sounds like you were off your face. Of tiredness, I mean. (laughs) Brisbane neared, but it took nearly 45 minutes to get through customs to Dad's location. I got questioned three times. It aroused suspicion, the fact I had not been in the country for so long. It was weird when I met Dad, but only because of his grey hair and the fact I'm a fair bit taller now. So it's been five years since you've seen it. Yeah. We drove back to his in his suburb, or in his Subaru, which is nice. His place is pretty much as I'd remembered it. <laughs> we chatted, had dinner, and watched the minor Olympic sports. I got a set of keys off him so I can go out and explore Brisbane tomorrow. I think he's been helpful so far. He said he'll pay for most of the food. I woke up earlier than expected today, but it was okay. I had a plan for the day. I decided I would unpack and iron all of my clothes. <laughs> I'm sure that definitely happened. Whilst listening to the music on Dad's Hi-Fi... He was at work fairly early, so I could have it have it at a respectable volume as I ironed away, looking out beyond the veranda. Granny rang and was keen to come around. They came at 10, and I was a bit shocked. They were more frail than I remembered, but that's what age does to you. Granny uses hearing aids now. It was nice sitting out on the veranda. Once they left, I pretty much went straight out, attempting to get to town. 
I began walking in the direction I thought was the station. I found a bus stop and waited, but the driver wouldn't stop when I hollered. Uh, wrong stop, perhaps. I walked further in the wrong direction, incidentally, and accidentally found Newmarket Pool. Not a bad thing. I will walk there again when it opens. I backtracked through the park and was aghast with Hitchcock fear as a rabid magpie lunged <laughs> from behind. <laughs> I mean, I would normally call you dramatic, but you're right with the magpies. Had I subconsciously wronged this beast, it swooped once again and glared at me from a cable. I made for Alderley Station post-haste. Brisbane was vibrant. I looked at some new phones and I bought some necessities, cherry ripes, twisties et al. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't sure about today, uh, where to go, who to talk to, so I just took it in my stride. I saw Dad... Uh, go to work but I couldn't be bothered to get up <laughs> so, oh you changed so much <laughs> in the past three days when I did I decided I may as well go to town again I rang Margaret and she was pleased to hear from me so that's one of mum's Scottish friends that lives in Brisbane she was full of information some useful some not so but I heard her out so not to be rude she seemed keen to get me out at some point and meet up Despite being something nearing 40 years my senior, as a good friend of mum's, there would be no problem in getting lifts to a few places. She suggested Tuesday, but we'll see. I decided it would be cool to buy this old BMX from a Salvo store I saw yesterday to scoot around on it uh, today. However, on closer inspection, it had a flat tyre. It would have been a good way to see more of the city. I got the train in and immediately went to an exhibition in the City Hall. It had a rundown of the oldest and most architecturally important buildings in Brisbane. The oldest, a disused windmill of the mid-19th century, was somewhat feeble in historicalness compared to the castles in the UK. Yeah, because Australia's like 200 years old. <laughs> well, they can't for, for Westerners. Um, then I took a nostalgic trip through the museum on the south side of the banks of the Brisbane River. After that, I watched the world go by with a kebab. <laughs> you changed so much. I know. You're getting up early, you're eating healthy food. I know. It was all quite exciting today, meeting up with a large slice of the family over at Jenny's. We had met with Granny and Grandpa at their new home at Redcliffe, which is quite nice. We gave them a lift around for dinner at Jenny's, where I also re-met Zenon, Zana, Haley, and her fella. And also, was that, that one have been Dane? Really? I guess so. Yeah. Because they were together for like 13 years, weren't they? And also Patricia, Mitchell and Alison. Zenon, who answered the door, is barely recognisable. He has grown taller than myself, I would say. Longer hair to conceal his huge ears. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't avoid the rash of spots inflicted by disobedience of his dietary requirements. Speak up. Pot calling the kettle black there. Yeah, he's got, um, I think he has to have like gluten-free, wheat-free stuff. But they've just had teenage acne though. Celiac or something. Had a good chat with Hayley on a trip around the world with Zoe. The meal was nice and I showed them Phil's website. We also watched the Broncos here. <laughs> showed them Phil's website. It's just booby pics. <laughs> Animals with boobs. That kind of been awkward sitting there going through that with family. Uh, we also watched the Broncos beat the Tigers. And on the way home, Dad began to make it quite clear what he'd like me to do, which he blurted in a transparent hidden agenda. I really don't think I like living with Dad three days in. <laughs> <laughs> he fucks with you by stating his opinion on what he thinks you should do. Maybe it's just me he's like this with. He's also bossy. 
He's bossy to me. He was bossy to Barry today in a ridiculous reorganization of the placement of his new TV. Yes, oh, I cool. remember that. So give me hearing about it. Barry still talks about that now. Yeah. We have a laugh about it from time to time. So this was before flat screen TVs. Yeah. It was a an absolutely gargantuan Sony TV. Yeah. But it was like the old cathode ones. Um, so it weighed a ton. You needed two people to lift it. Yeah. And so he wanted it backed into this, I think it was a, like the fireplace, like mantelpiece. Mm-hmm. And so he was stood there in the middle of the room, like directing me and Barry, who were like, you know, our backs are breaking by yeah. this stage. Uh, and we're shuffling a left and right. And he's, and Dad's just like, no, it'll be like this, it'll be like that. And like, I don't know, he remained pretty cool and calm, but I was ready to just like throw the TV on the ground. And anyway. He did that with, do you remember we went up and he did that with the couch? No, yeah. we're having the family picture. Yeah. And like, that was exactly the same scenario. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wanted it in the, <laughs> in the same thing. <laughs> uh, I think he wants some reassurance. Like he's unsure of whether it was a good investment. Jeez, he's irritating. I don't think I want to live here. That is that is some full on thinking like three days in yeah. to arriving there. Today certainly wasn't anything to write home about. I feel a bit overcast with this cold. I would like to have done more, but it was just too tired. I was up in the middle of the night coughing up crap, my immune system working overboard. I did manage to get back to sleep when I got up and just watched TV for ages. I decided I couldn't be a couch potato all day and despite my code, I persevered. Persevered? Persevered. 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 How do I spell that? No, you spelled it correctly. I just can't read. Oh, right. I know. That would have been quite funny. Persevered. Persevered. In a trip over to Brookside, which followed a visit to my old soccer club, Mitchelton. It seems to be a logical option for if I start to play again. I need a local club. Brookside. I can't speak. Brookside was much the same. So I'm kind of looking at old haunts. Yeah. Catching up with family. Yeah. I've been there less than a week. And you hate your dad. And I hate my dad. Yeah. So that's probably about as much as I was ever really going to do. Yeah. Because you would be jet lagged. Yeah. And I'm getting sick because I'm in a new country again. And you've been on a plane. Yeah. Today was a nice change from what has been a slow few days. Margaret came around to pick me up. She didn't recognize me, but there was an air of familiarity um, which settled the whole situation nicely. We went in her white Volkswagen Golf and sped up to Mount Kutha to the lookout. The view was spectacular, as always. Margaret pointed out the different places I might recognize. Uh, This was sometimes quite nostalgic, but a lot of the time I really didn't have a clue where we were. After that, we went to the gardens themselves. The the botanics of Mount Kutha were very familiar but there have been some great additions since I was last there, namely uh, the fern tent and the bonsai house. I had no idea bonsai trees could be so old. For example, one I saw dated back to 1941. I do admire the Japanese gardens there too. I'll have to get to Japan at some point. Margaret and I decided to have lunch after walking around the gardens. The cafe wasn't bad, despite persistent intrusion by the local birds. We then drove down by the Forex building and the new Suncorp Stadium at Lang Park. To the recently opened Roma Street Gardens, these were nothing short of spectacular. Opened by opened for the Queen's Jubilee, the site is adjacent to the railway and close to the Brisbane CBD. My favourite section was an artificial rainforest. You walk through uh, a is that still there? Yeah, you walk through a moist haze. <laughs> Gross. Moist. <laughs> um, which the light shone through to create a really atmospheric journey. Irene called halfway through the walk. Looks like we might meet up at some point next week. Margaret and I had dinner in an ex-soldiers club for retired folk. Have you spelt it like that the whole way? Margaret. 
Margaret. Margaret. That's not how you spell Margaret. Is it Margaret? Yeah, that's how you spell it, but you've gone Margaret. 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 <laughs> exactly. Margaret. It's the Lock Britain sketch. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> After the interest of being out of the house yesterday, I knew it would be something of anticlimax not to do anything today. It's so nice, though, to have a morning of essentially bugger all to do. I made a kind of forced list of things to do in the city. This included, amongst more constructive objectives, opening a bank account and requesting a new Medicare card. I decided I may as well open up an account at ANZ. But when I asked for directions to the bank in another, the Commonwealth, a monstrous bank assistant pulled a fucking ugly grin and exclaimed, why should I? Yeah, go fuck yourself, Commonwealth. <laughs> in ANZ itself, post unhelpful twat, there was unforeseen difficulties in opening the accounts. The problem was the forms of identification that was be suitable. It was ridiculous. I had my UK driving license, two passports, two bank cards, and a birth certificate. Now they tell me I need a Medicare card too. Bloody hell! So I tell them the deal, and I go and sort that out. Over at the Medicare branch, a similar situation occurred. Eventually, my circumstances became apparent and I was allocated a year-long Medicare card for the duration of my stay. I went over and checked out the City Botanics and then the QUT pool. I visited the Department of Landscape there in search of university uh, and company links, but was informed by one sour bitch in the department. (laughs) Now, this did actually piss me off. Okay, what did the sour bitch say? She said, it's not that easy. Thus far, she's correct, but her pessimism deserves a... It's still a really rude thing to say. It was a shit of a thing to say, and it actually bugged me for a while. Because, you you know, you go in there because you don't know what else to do, and that's that's an obvious thing to do. I'm trying to be proactive. Yeah, exactly. There's not that many landscape architects around. You're not expecting to walk in and just be like, oh, yeah, sure, here, have three jobs. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have gone in with that attitude. It'd be like... Just got into the country. I'm looking for some work experience. Yeah. So I can only think she would have been maybe thinking, oh, well, I'd rather have graduates from here getting the jobs that are available. Who knows? But, uh, well, you're still yeah. a thing to say. But it sounds like you've had a very busy two days. You've probably been more active in those two days than you have for the entire year back in the UK. Yeah, I've definitely like, made more effort and I'd seem less angry. Uh, <laughs> for two days apart, apart from insulting everybody <laughs> you've literally insulted everyone you hate your life and the place you live in and <laughs> I mean you haven't destroyed anything so <laughs> why am I so angry you always You're have such been an angry human being you are and you still like now I feel like see I feel like back then you were more like you lived on an angry level and occasionally you'd come up to be nice. Whereas I think now you live more on a nice level and you'll occasionally go to be angry. I feel like it's <laughs> flipped the switch a little bit. You've am chilled I, out. Uh, am I cooling off my old age? You are cooling off in your old age, but there's still too much anger. But I feel like you tip in the scales on the niceness. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Head in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, maybe when you're 80, you'll hit like a decent personality. Oh, gee, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so too. I'm going to be thanks you till 80. Well, I mean, this is a 20 year gap. So by the time I'm 60. You flip the switch in 20 years, yeah. So by the time I'm 60, I should I feel be, like that's a lot down chill. to me though. I feel like if it wasn't me, you'd continue to be this person. Yeah. Out of that. Thank you. I deserve it. 
I had no real reason to leave the house today, so I didn't. Actually, the nearest I came was when I was under the house experimenting with Dad's washing machine for the first time. I had hoped I would see some more oversized spiders as if to rekindle the momentary excitement created by the huntsman yesterday. You didn't mention the huntsman, did you? Nope. I scoured the job section in an attempt to find something suitable, but less so to appease Dad's relentless persuasion slash encouragement. Is it persuasion? It is not persuasion. It's actually spelled correctly. Sometimes. I found a few openings, one in a cafe restaurant situation, the other crowd control. The last was more interesting. I phoned the number and found it would be an expensive investment in the short run that would allow higher wages further on. One to think about. I listened to a bit of music, played on Tetris, clocking a whopping score of 468,516 on my regular <laughs> wow. level eight. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Regrettably, I missed the line score but would have expected it to be between 160 and 170. I wonder if you can register this sort of thing on the net. On the interwebs. On the interweb. Maybe you're looking to do that as a full-time job rather. When Dad got back, I used his laptop to email the resume I had redone to Euro and Hassel. I was also disappointed that strip poker has now become a pay-to-play game. Very disappointed. Why are you going on some strip porno website on your dad's computer? You're going to download another porn virus. (laughs) (laughs) dangerous what a terrific concept though win a game of cards and she gets her kit off i was frustrated by an email off mum. i told her my cd cv was on a cd on top of my computer so she scours my floppy disk collection and goes and finds the only one with porn on it label these things i don't know uh what do i have to do i mean what the fuck do i have to do do i have to fucking write censored on everything i own with a pair of tits on it yes that would be a great idea do not look private especially on a floppy disk where they all look identical <laughs> amazing porn on a floppy disk i can just because you know it makes that noise when it like when it goes in when it's loading and just like i can see like you know you get like the top 10 percent and then another 10 percent comes and like it would be loading so slowly it, pr- it probably would have been the grainiest grainiest yeah. porn pick ever yeah it probably would have taken up half the space of the disk That's what I mean. and it would have taken five minutes for it to load up yeah like, you would have finished by the time the whole picture came well f- finished like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Today was tiring to say the least. I was in no rush to get things done. I didn't leave home until around 11. This is starting to take on a very familiar... Yeah, is this the turning feel. point? Mm. How long have I been here? Um, is it a week? Like, yeah, maybe a About week. About that? I was looking forwards to getting back in the pool after a long spell away from swimming. 54 days ago, 24th of June. I'm amazed it's that long ago, so it was perhaps no surprise that I felt both sluggish in the QUT pool and exhausted afterwards. Then I went to complete the opening of my new ANZ bank account. Then on my way around to the station, I was snared by a trio of charity workers. I reluctantly heard them out. To be frank, I was less interested in the poor, starving, ill-fated Africano needing a sponsor than the far more exotic German girl whose $35 sales pitch to sponsor the poor, starving, ill-fated Africano I would have gladly paid if such a deal had included a five-minute stint rolling in a wading pool of lubricant oils topless with her. Wow, that's quite an imagination. That is an incredible imagination. And that poor girl, while she's trying to tell you and sell this to you, you're just like, <laughs> just in your head. <laughs> you can just imagine like some kind of like romantic song, <laughs> just playing. <laughs> I can't even think of one. What's a romantic song? 
Oh. Just a Barry White song or something. Yeah, exactly. Can't get enough of your love, babe. While you're rolling round in this pool of lubricant. <laughs> and she in a German accent uh, asking me why am I drooling? Oh, gross. Gross. I barely made my train back home to get ready to come out again to meet Hayley. When I got there, I was surprised to see Zoe first, who had turned up out of the blue. As did Jenny, Zenon, Nigel, Dane, and another of Hayley's friends. After a pleasant meal at an expensive Italian's, the family flocked, but Hayley and her friends stayed. We checked some of the bars out, but I was exhausted by the time I got home. Lots of fun things happened today. After a spot of grocery shopping, Dad and I went over to (laughs) the Buckbees to have coffee, or tea, as it were. Then later, Dad and I went to the river for the big fireworks display. Found a really good spot to sit at and got a foot-long subway and beer. Eating healthy. You've been there for a week. You've had a kebab and two Sunday subways. Yeah. After the display, which included F-111 screaming by with their afterburners on, we went to a pub where we had a good chat. Then we went and saw iRobot with Will Smith. Next day, I slept like the sedated last night. We got up to go to see Barry and Bronwyn's new house at a new town called North Lakes. Grace came out, all smiles and hugs. Their new place is still being built. A half-constructed suburbia is a scary place. It's like a ghost town, not yet deserted. I got the grand tour and it's a nice place, or will be once it's finished. They want me to design their garden, which should be a good opportunity to prove myself. They gave me the plans and I got the impression of what they want. I got home and checked my emails. Mum has hit been hit with another huge bill of 0900 numbers <laughs> i'm blamed again sick of hearing it she's still managing to sour my days <laughs> the porn virus the porn virus and then the next day it doesn't look like it's going to get any better internet porn scandal and then a brackets still i didn't have much planned today it took me some time to get to sleep last night i'm filled with torment brought on from the late phone call from mum last night i think it was in Immediate response to an email I sent. She wondered whether it was worth it. Looking for the porn on the net. (laughs) Dirty man. It was only brief because I don't want to make things worse, but I said it was a complete fucking disaster. I was in no mood for a chat. I may have helped the downfall of her computer, but that's no excuse to go slandering my name by telling my friends about the disc of porn she found. Shit, maybe she thinks that it was recently downloaded. It probably fucking was. This is amazing. Well, whatever. Every single, like, boy your age will be doing exactly the same. <laughs> but to quote the last episode, she's you know, running around, my son's a pervert! <laughs> totally. I'll see how it unfolds, but I think less of mum for her reaction to it all. I do feel I should keep, I should help pay some of the bill, but I'm hardly the playboy she's made me out to be. Just as well, she doesn't know my real friends. As for today, well, I did some boring chores in the morning, then went into the city garden, into the city again for a swim. I have not warmed down properly or pushed too hard in the pool. I felt like I was going to throw up with heat stroke afterwards. It was dark when I got home. Dad was already home, worse for wear, with the cold he has. He tells me Patricia will host Father's Day on Saturday, but proceeded to spoil the conversation, trying to fill my head with shit about lines of work uh, that will create a mirage of riches. All bullshit. 
The last day. Oh, last day. Well, today was interesting. Between you and me, if I've been labelled a pervert in the past, and there is some truth in that, but it is not something I've sought to voice. In fact, I go to great length to keep it under wraps. Yeah, like, I mean, who would start a podcast about such things? <laughs> this is going to be great. I decided there's a time and place for everything. And that having found internet sex to a greater risk and other methods too much hassle, there's only one logical solution, the adult shop. New country, no one knows me, I know no one, fucking simple. And with an empty house, there was no other way in the morning to respect myself more than with a little me time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I can't believe you're writing about this. What did you buy from the adult shop? Okay, let's find out. I think it was a VHS. <gasps> it was not. Dad did not have a DVD player. No, I guess not. It was 2004. You only had like the lounge TV, didn't you? I guess your dad's at work all day. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's going to walk in on you watching it. And that's it. The funny end of the month. Very funny end of the month. Well, you have Trying accepted... to go low risk sex. You have. You've accepted the pervert side of yourself. You've visited an adult shop. Sorry, you've got a weird You're thing. Trying to pull head. my hair out. Well, no, it, <laughs> it looks like it's like stuck together with some white substance, but I fixed it. <laughs> what? <laughs> you had a look what? like. Yeah, you could yeah. just say you've got some grey hair. It's no, not no, like it wasn't the you grey hair. Jizz in your hair. No, it wasn't the grey hair. You had a piece sticking out like something about Mary hair, and I couldn't figure out what it was doing. Grey hair? It's not old. a grey hair, you had a clump of hair that was clumped together like something about Mary hair. Well, I've had a shower, so it shouldn't be like anything sinister. No, I was just curious, I could just see it. This is ending on a really strange note. <laughs> You're the one that wanted some me time and went to the adult shop when your dad wasn't around because you deserve it. Because you've been victimised for being a teenage pervert. I know, how dare I look at pornography. I mean, floppy disk pornography. I think I would quite like to see it. I would like to see how long it takes to load up and what you get to see first. Does it start off as like the whole image super, super pixelated? You're forgetting the dialogue like tone to start off That's with. That's what I mean. Just get me in the mood. <laughs> but is there an outline of the woman, you know, really pixelated and it kind of gets better and better and better as it loads? Or do you start with like the hairline and move down. I don't know what would <laughs> As the be... picture's loading, Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what would be sexier, what would build the anticipation more. <laughs> Depends which way the picture's rotated as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. then you would get one boob and half a vagina at the same time. Yeah. If it was possibly. a bit landscape. The, the unveiling. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. I've learnt more about you. Are you feeling fulfilled? That That is a word. Hmm. Hmm. There, there, there. That is three words. <laughs> they were all misspelled, by the way. Oh, of course they were. It's, I'm looking forward to the day. Can we have, like, the celebration song in the background when you actually spell one correctly? Uh, yeah, we should all applaud it. I feel like, I feel like there could have been a, um, a film count for that episode as well. You could bing it. I binged a couple of times. Yeah. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last throughout the year. Okay, bye. So bring your good times and your laughter too. 
We gon' celebrate your party with you. Come on, our celebrations. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. Celebrations. If you wait for me to run out of words, it's not gonna happen. We gon' celebrate and have a good time. It's time to come together. It's up to you. Watch your pleasure. Everyone around the world, come on. Dee, 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 dee. Do you want to round it up? <laughs> I said, I'm not going to run out of words. All right. It's a celebration. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I was enjoying that. I was getting into it. I know you were. My shoulders were going and everything. Yeah. If my sister was here, she would have stopped me. She's the only one that can bring me out my funk. Can we finish this fucking podcast? Yeah, sure, bye. <laughs> you can record anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs>And that is the end of the episode. If you know anyone else with ears or eyes, anyone at all capable of communication, be it through interpretive dance or by other means, spread the badly written word. If you don't know anyone else, put some pants on, go outside, and before they can run away, tell them to click like, subscribe, and follow Badly Written Boy. We thank our dedicated listener base. Thanks, Matt.